If you answer yes to any of the following questions, it might just be your money mindset that's standing in the way of you achieving financial freedom. Can you achieve wealth without abundance mindset? I think so, but can you maintain it? No. It's almost impossible to change your financial situation if you don't start by addressing your money mindset. Maybe you've considered using CBD to help you to become more relaxed, to deal with anxiety, or to deal with aches and pains. I personally find that CBD combined with a few other really important all natural ingredients for sleep have changed my bedtime routine. But I do want to mention that there are other ways you can use CBD because it is a natural product to help eliminate inflammation, to help with anxiety, with depression, sleep issues, back pain, joint pain, lots of other solutions. I can't go to bed at night without taking my sleepy gummies. However, you should keep in mind that you get 15% off everything Soul makes when it comes to their CBD products, which are 100% organic. They are made here in the USA. They have zero THC, so you don't have to worry about getting high. And not only is that a claim that they make, they third-party lab test all of their products so you can rest assured that what you're getting is actually what's on the label. But if you're in the United States and you'd like to get 15% off all of the CBD products that they make, including CBD products for your pets, go to getsoul.com forward slash Shaleen. That gives you 15% off. And that 15% is taken at checkout. A lot of you have said, I've added it to the cart and I don't see the discounts. It is when you go to checkout that you will see the 15% is automatically taken off the total. Again, that's getsoul.com forward slash Shaleen for 15% off. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Today, I'm gonna to share with you a list of questions that are really important and how you answer these questions. If you answer yes to any of these questions, it means that you have a money block somewhere. Now, if you answer yes to a lot of these questions, that will be the clear and concise reason why currently you are not able to achieve financial freedom. I believe that if you answer yes to any of the questions that we're gonna to get to in just a few minutes, that that means that's a money block that you've got to take a look at. This has been an important theme throughout my life, throughout my career, and throughout the episodes that I've done here on The Shaleen Show because it's something I've had to change myself. It's something that I believe has given me the opportunity to achieve financial freedom. And the question that I get over and over and over again is like, okay, so what do I need to do? Like, how do I change my financial situation? And people want this like very formulaic response. They want you to say, oh, well, just do drop shipping or start an MLM. Like people want a specific answer. They want to know how much they should save. They want to know what they should start with. And people ask this question all the time. And the answer is you've got to start with your mindset. Can you achieve financial independence? Can you achieve wealth without a abundance mindset? I think so. But can you maintain it? No. Not in my opinion, not in my experience, not in my own personal experience, in the experience I've seen of other people. It's one thing to make money, but if your mindset isn't in the right place, if it's standing in the way of your financial freedom, you're probably going to make that money and lose that money like over and over and over again. And that's assuming that you've got the right mindset to be able to even make the money. So while I would love to tell you like what you need to do to change your financial situation and give you like a specific side hustle you should start with, the honest truth is, and people don't want to hear this because it means you've got to take a look at yourself 
and you have to sometimes look back at your childhood and you really have to be self-aware enough to recognize, okay, what are my limiting beliefs? And you just can't do that unless you're willing to like look back at like little Shaleen. If you know my story, you've heard me say before, I grew up in a household where we were exposed to a really positive money mindset. Despite that, there are still like these beliefs that I formed myself regarding money and wealth and what it takes and what your life looks like and, and what I thought about people who were wealthy. And, you know, just for those of you who don't know, like I didn't grow up with money. It wasn't like I came from a wealthy family. My father was the first person in his family to do something other than work in an auto plant. And he decided to become an entrepreneur. What I experienced growing up was a really, really healthy mindset around money. But I also experienced cycles of extreme debt and bankruptcy and like losing everything and then like getting it all back and then losing everything and then getting it all back the way I interpret it. Like every person interprets their past and the messaging that they heard, the things that they experienced, everyone interprets it differently. Like even two identical twins are going to have a different perception around money and possibility, et cetera. But the way I interpreted that was, well, my parents are happy people. So money, it doesn't change whether you're happy. You might lose it all, but you're going to get more. What I didn't realize is some of the subconscious beliefs that I had formed that eventually became blocks and problems for me. And, and I think that was one of them is that you're going to get a lot and you're going to lose a lot. Like that was a belief. And I was like, and that's okay. But because that was okay for me, that's exactly what happened in my life. And the universe is going to line things up in accordance with your beliefs, whether they're subconscious or conscious. So that's why it's so important that you look at your subconscious beliefs and recognizing that on some level is a subconscious belief. Like I still have to keep that in check. Today, I know even if I were to lose everything, I know I have the ability to get it back. I know that it won't change my happiness. I know that it might make life tougher. But today, the way that it's different is I don't expect that to happen. Whereas in the past, I did. Subconsciously, I just believed we're going to make a ton of money and we're going to lose a ton of money because that's what I experienced. And so because of that, we did make a ton of money and we did lose a ton of money. In fact, at one point, my husband and I, and we'll say this for another episode, were nearly a half a million dollars in debt to all kinds of people. I knew then that I really had to change my money mindset. And that started with the belief that I had to examine the belief that it was okay or that I was going to expect to get it all back and then lose it again. This time when that experience happened, which is pretty devastating. I mean, it's incredibly devastating, especially if you know, like the circumstances around it for us. I was just like, I'm, I'm never going to be here again. And that meant I had to figure out like what were the blocks I had. But first, I want to share with you a little bit about my own journey when it comes to changing my money mindset. Every year, I try to take a look at where I might be blocked. Like what are some of my the beliefs that I have that are holding me back from the freedom that I truly want? And some recent ones that I recognize I have, and I'm working on these, and they are holding me back financially and they're holding me back professionally from the growth that I want to experience. One of them is if you want things done right, you have to do it yourself. Like that is blocking me from having more abundance. 
because it's not true. If that subconsciously, that's the belief that I hold, then that means I'm going to do most things myself or I'm going to waste a ton of time looking over people's shoulder and redoing things for them. For me anyways, I like to mix some inexpensive pieces with some really quality pieces. And those quality pieces, this is just my own term for them. I, I call them fine items. I'm wearing what I would call a fine item right now. And I define that as something that's a piece that will never go out of style. And it's quality, which is hard to find, right? Because things go in and out of style. But what I'm wearing right now will never go out of style. It is a cashmere hoodie in the color oatmeal. And I'm going to put a link in our show description where you can check it out. And I'm just going to tell you, this is an investment piece. And it's the kind of thing you're going to get a ton of use out of because it's a cozy hoodie. But it's not the kind of hoodie that you would be mortified if someone saw you out in public. Okay, so I'm just going to tell you how I put this outfit together. I'm wearing my oatmeal colored cashmere hoodie with a wide leg trouser or pant in like the same exact color. So it's a gorgeous elevated look, but I'm going to tell you, I spent like less than $30 on the trousers, but the sweater was an investment because the trousers are going to go in and out of style. This hoodie is never going to go out of style. And personally, I find that you can pair like much more affordable items with quality pieces like this, and it just elevates the whole look. The sweater that I'm wearing right now is from Jenny Kane, and I actually love their site because they have a ton of pieces like that, like nothing trendy, stuff that's super high quality, classic cuts, classic styles. Everything she does is very minimalistic. There's no like big brand names across everything. It's just very classy, but you can dress it up or you can dress it down. All of her stuff is super comfy. Anyways, I would love for you to try out Jenny Kane. You can get one of their, what I call forever pieces by going to JennyKane.com. And again, use code Shaleen15 because that gives you 15% off when you check out. That's the promo code. They've got lightweight cashmere and warm cashmere. Like whatever the season, they have a go-to piece that's going to work for you. Again, check it out at JennyKane.com and use code Shaleen15 for 15% off subconsciously, that's the belief that I hold. And that means I'm going to do most things myself or I'm going to waste a ton of time looking over people's shoulder and redoing things for them. As a child or as I went into adulthood, like even in my 20s and 30s, I could only achieve, this is going to sound relative, but you know, at a certain point we were broke, right? But then once we got out of debt, we just couldn't really get past that like $1 million, $2 million mark. And I know that might sound like so out of touch, but if you don't hear these things, you don't experience them, you don't see them, you don't know that it's possible. I want you to know by me just sharing my story, like not as a flex, but like as someone who has extreme ADHD, got horrible grades, is a hot mess, is not that organized. Well, I'm, I'm pretty organized, but like not compared to like a lot of other people, somebody who just, you think that someone who's making millions of dollars, that they are just like a machine and they're super intelligent and they're very efficient and they never waste time and they work all the time. They've invented something. Well, it's, it's just not true. Like, so that's the other reason why I like tell you about where we are financially, because I need you to know that you can do it too. Like you can be a hot mess and you can figure this out, but it literally does start with your mindset. But one thing that I realized was like really holding us back from like breaking the next level of financial freedom is this belief that I had that the more money you make, the more problems you're going to have. The more money you make, the more people you have to have, and people mean problems. And I had to get over that belief in order to break that plateau. We had to get over that belief. Again, growing up, my 
folks had a very positive influence over my money mindset. Like I didn't hear my parents say things like money grows on trees or that's for the rich people or that's what rich people do. I heard them say things like when I was a kid, as all kids do, and you like you want for things like you want this toy or like all the kids. I remember I think I was probably like in fourth grade and they're like Heelys, but they were in the 70s and they were called I forget. Maybe they're called wheelies. I don't know. But they were oh, pop wheels. Oh, my God. I just remember they're called pop wheels. And they were, it was like this clog that you pressed a button and like a wheel popped out. And I just wanted them so bad. And I think they were like 40 bucks, maybe 50 bucks. I don't know where I got that number from. But I, I remember like sitting down in my dad's office and which was in our home and asking him if my mom and dad would buy those for me. Actually, I think I just told them I wanted them. And he got excited. And he's like, I love it. These look so cool. Let's figure out a way for you to make the money and buy these, or at least for you to make the money and then you can decide if you want to buy these. And that didn't seem out of the ordinary. I was like, yeah. And then we came up with different ideas, different ways that I could make money, like cutting the grass and doing things for our neighbors. And back then, like everyone had a, what's it called, a paper route. So it was like picking up a friend's paper route, like little things that I could do to make money. And that was a really powerful money mindset. I didn't hear you can't, we can't, we can't afford that, which my parents couldn't at that time. What I heard was, of course, you can find a way to do that. If that's what you want, you're going to figure out a way to make that money. And that was a positive money mindset. I didn't hear things like, we're broke. We can't afford to do that. I always said, well, let's find a way. And so that was all really positive. But I also do remember just little phrases. And let me know what little phrase, like think back on it. Do you remember hearing that cause you to have a negative belief around people who had money or people who were wealthy. Like sometimes you hear people say, especially referring to the Bible and Christianity, you hear a lot of people saying like, God wants you to prosper. And the other people saying like, you know, money is the root of all evil. And you'll also hear things like all rich people are scammers and evil people. I remember hearing the phrase, about someone else. And I remember my dad saying, oh, that person is money motivated. And it was like in a negative tone. And I remember thinking, oh, so if you pursue prosperity, that must be a bad thing, you know? And I just remember thinking like that was a character flaw. Like if you're somebody who pursued prosperity, that was character flaw. And because of that, that impacted my fear around asking for what I was worth when I was working for attorneys as a paralegal, when I was working at, at gyms as a, a fitness instructor, I was always like, I just want people to know that it is not the money that motivates me. I want people to know that, like I was so worried that somebody might think that I was money motivated, that I would I would never ask for a raise. If somebody said like, well, you know, what is the range that you wanna be hired at? And they would give a range, like the low and the high, I would always go, I would pick the low end because I would want them to have the impression of me that that wasn't important to me. And I realized today that I had to take a look at that and go like, it's not that I'm money motivated. I'm not. But I am motivated by my worth. And my worth increases by the number of people that I help. That's how I think about it. Like the more people who I can help touch, and I don't just mean financially, like when you are in service of other people, that increases your, for me, it increases my value, my mental value, like my self-worth right or wrong, I recently had a conversation with my therapist about this, but it is very tied to how can I help people? My therapist said, could you just exist? And I said, what do you mean? 
He's like, could you just like, for the rest of your life, like just do nothing and feel good about yourself? I'm like, probably, but I think the only, and I'm just being honest, the only way I would actually like wake up each day and feel good about myself is knowing that I've had an impact on other people, that I've helped other people. So I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I am just telling you that I am, I'm not motivated by money, but I am motivated by my own worth. Money doesn't have any control over me. Money is an energy. And the more energetic I am, the more energy I attract to me. I believe that more is coming my way. And we can talk about abundance, but I think before we do, I want to go through this list of questions and I want you to just write down the numbers one through 12, okay? And any question, I want you to write, you know, one through 12 and then next to each number, write either a Y or an N. So yes to this question or no to this question. Here we go. First question. Do you believe that money is scarce and hard to come by? Do you feel guilty or fearful or uncomfortable when you think about yourself having a lot of money? Do you believe that very wealthy people must be inherently greedy or unethical? Do you believe that you have to work extremely hard to make a lot of money? Do you believe that it's impossible for you to become one of the most wealthy people you know? Do you feel unworthy of extreme wealth? Do you believe that the more money somebody makes, the more problems they have? Do you believe that you will have to sacrifice your personal happiness or some other relationship to achieve financial success? Do you believe that you have to guard your savings and that investing is something very risky? Do you believe that you're lousy or just not that good at managing money? Do you believe that it's too late for you to dramatically change your financial situation? And lastly, do you believe that talking about money is taboo or uncomfortable? So if you answered yes to one or two of these, that's pretty normal. I mean, even I myself, at least two or three of those, I'm like, eh, yeah, maybe. But if you answered yes to a lot of those, that's a clear indicator that it is your beliefs around money that's probably preventing you from truly experiencing the financial freedom that you desire. Every single day, I'm flattered that somebody asked me about my skincare. And I have to admit, I was horrible about taking care of my skin until basically in my 40s. Do not wait. It makes a huge difference. And it is so important that you think about what is in your products before you put them on your skin. You want to look for products that are non-GMO, that are toxic-free, free of preservatives, free of synthetic additives and pesticides and chemical fertilizations, like a lot of these things plus dyes and parabens and other horrible ingredients are in a lot of your skincare products. So I encourage you to find a skincare product that is clean and truly organic. I use Purity Woods. It's something I discovered just before we started traveling. I use two of their products daily. I use their age-defying day cream and I use their night cream. And don't forget to use it on your neck and your chest. Don't just stop at your face, ladies. This is a skincare line formulated by chemists at the top of their field. This is a product that helps to support the production of collagen. It also does so without disrupting your hormones or drying out your skin or creating any irritations. So turn back time on the appearance of your skin with Purity Woods Age-Defying Dream Cream. I'm going to spell it for you. P-U-R-I-T-Y-W-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash Shaleen. Enter code Shaleen. Again, it's puritywoods.com forward slash Shaleen. 
You get 10% off when you use that code and the link to it is always in our show notes. But if you answer yes to a lot of those, that's a clear indicator that it is your beliefs around money that's probably preventing you from truly experiencing the financial freedom that you desire. So instead of asking yourself like, or asking others, okay, what do I need to do to get more money? The first step is to start with your beliefs because everything else, like the universe will align things in accordance with your beliefs. I believe that. It's not as simple as the law of attractions, but there is a lot to be said about the way God works, the way the universe works, the way our beliefs subconsciously are what control our actions. So I encourage you to take some time and think about your childhood. Think about where you picked up the things. Think about who you were exposed to, what you experienced, what you saw, what you lived, and how it may have shaped your beliefs subconsciously or consciously. Think about how you feel when you're around wealthy people. I mean, I remember the very first time, man, it's a process too, dude. Like, it's a process. And you have to keep exposing yourself to it. Like, I remember when I was growing up and I had an uncle who like had this really great job. And I remember he was like the rich uncle. And he lived in, now I realize it was a nice modest home. He drove a nice car, like a company car that was like, I think it was a Mercedes. And because of that, like we had this belief, like he was the rich uncle. And I remember feeling like uncomfortable in his home. I remember like when he eventually got divorced thinking, well, that probably relates to the money. You know, and you have these subconscious beliefs, like even if no one ever said these things to you, you definitely formed beliefs around money and wealth and prosperity. So I think it's really important to like examine those things and examine them at each and every stage where you realize like, okay, I want more and I believe I deserve more and I believe that in abundance and I believe that I can do more with it and I believe I'm deserving of it. Like all of those things. When I say deserving, I don't mean like, you know, I'm a good person, so I deserve it. It's like, I know that I can help more people with it. It means that I'm not limited. It's energy and I I want more energy. And it's also looking at like different stages of your life. Like, so for example, again, there was a point at which my husband and I were making a lot more than anyone on either sides of our families, right? Like so on my mom's side, my dad's side, like the, no one ever made that much money. Despite that, there were still things I was really uncomfortable with. Like I, I remember we moved into this one neighborhood and I didn't feel like I belonged with these like other moms. And I believed that if I walked into their home, like they would sense that I didn't belong there. They would sense how uncomfortable I was, that I'd never sat in a chair like that, that I'd never seen draperies like that. Like they would pick up on these things and like say, get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I had to be around enough and see these people enough to realize like, they're not different than anybody else. They're not that great. There's nothing special about them. They just have a different way of looking at money. They've done something differently. And we're going to talk about what people do differently that changes their financial situation in, in just a moment. Like, I, I feel like this could be like a whole series, but I want to start with the mindset piece first and helping you to understand like, where are your limitations today and how can they continue to evolve? Even if you are in a situation you can't even believe how fortunate you are, which I hope that you have a sense of gratitude because wanting and believing that you can achieve more 
doesn't mean that you're ungrateful. It doesn't mean that you're dissatisfied. It means that you know more is possible. And when we believe that we are abundantly blessed, I believe that more blessings come to us. When we think about and focus on our lack, like anytime we have this conversation, you, you will see that people will say, oh yeah, well, blah, blah, blah. And they just list like all of these limiting beliefs. Am I saying that if you change all of your beliefs, your financial situation will radically change? I am. <laughs> am I saying that just changing your beliefs will change your financial situation? No, I'm not. You do have to take action and you do have to have knowledge. You have to have knowledge and take action, right? But it really does begin with your beliefs. So again, you know, it was like me getting comfortable with being around wealthy people and and seeing the way that they experience money and how how they were and realizing like, oh, it's possible. It's like, there's nothing special about them. They're not better than me. Like I could do this too. You know, and even today, I still find myself having some of those limiting beliefs. Like we were just traveling through the south of France, right? Which is something that we could have never done, certainly when we were in massive amounts of debt. It's something that there was a certain point in my life that I thought that's something only extremely wealthy people did. Stayed in five-star hotels and people who were different from me but I'm that same person. And we have the kind of wealth that we can do that now. Nonetheless, I still have limiting beliefs because even when we're, you know, traveling through the Amalfi Coast, I'm seeing these big yachts. I caught myself thinking, well, I would never want that kind of money. I would never want a yacht that's got so many problems. And here's a limiting belief. I heard someone once say that the the two best days of their lives were the day they bought a yacht and the day they sold the yacht. So like in my mind, it's like, okay, hang on to that belief because therefore it means that having that kind of wealth is a problem. And so just recognizing like, wait a second, I've got that belief. I've got to challenge that belief. Maybe these people are so wealthy, like it's not a big deal. Even if they do have to dump a ton of money into paying for a staff and the maintenance and docking, like all the things, I don't even know. But I need to challenge that belief because I'm never going to like experience that if my belief is I don't want it and it's bad. So my recommendation to you is to take some time to answer these questions, to carefully look at what things in your past and your childhood may have shaped your beliefs. And do some introspection. It might mean working with a therapist. It might mean hearing these positive affirmations over and over and over again. And you know what I'm going to do? I am going to share with you some of the best resources that I have experienced personally when it comes to my mindset around wealth and money. Okay. I'm going to share with you the audio books. I'm going to share with you the CD that I listened to over and over and over again in my 20s that I think really changed my money mindset. I'm gonna share with you some recent audio books, a couple of different podcasts. But here's the deal, y'all. People always say like, what book should I start with? I'm like, I'll I'll give you a book to start with. But like, this is brainwashing. Like the first 18 years of your life, you don't realize this, but like your money mindset was brainwashed into you. So I'm saying you have to listen to this stuff on repeat until the ideas, the words, the affirmations, they start to become your own. And that takes repetition, a ton of repetition over and over and over and over and over again. And it it means being insatiably hungry to expand and improve your money mindset. It means not just listening to the book once, like this audio program that I'm going to share with you, it's called the Prosperity Consciousness that I listened to in the 90s. I listen to it every year because even though like some of the things he talks about are like kind of outdated, you know what I mean? But like the consciousness is timeless. That doesn't change. I need to constantly 
hammer these things into my head. And so I'm always listening to those kinds of books because I believe in expansion, because I believe in growth and because I believe in abundance. And so if you're gonna start on this journey of changing your mindset, know that it's a journey without a finish line. This is something you're going to continue to do. Repetition is the cornerstone to growth. So I will list those for you in the blog post. I'm gonna link to the blog post below this episode. You can go there. That's where I'll have a list of all of the books and audios, et cetera, that I recommend you start with. And please let me know, wherever you're listening, I encourage you to answer the question I'm gonna pin. And because here's what I wanna know from you. What do you think is the number one money mindset, your own personal money mindset that is a block for you? Like something that's there subconsciously, tell me what it is. Maybe it was a phrase you heard as a child. Maybe it's something that happened to you in your early 20s. Maybe it's a past experience. Maybe it's something that you saw. But tell me right now, not the biggest, but like the first thing that comes to mind. Hey, I appreciate you spending this time with me. I appreciate you expanding and growing in this way. I'm here to help you do that. We can do it together. I love you. I mean it. And I'll talk to you soon.